smoke bigger, go home, is a ridiculous way to live your life. I mean, it's absolutely terrible, horrible advice. You don't have to smoke big. You don't have to smoke things that have huge flavor, flavor profiles. You don't have to smoke cigars that are giants. None of that is necessary to enjoy a cigar, which is why we're smoking the Arturo Fuente Hemingway Untold Story Maduro 7 and 5 8 by 54. Smoke big or go home, that's what I say. That's, that's not what anybody says right there. Oh. It's eat, drink, smoke, or we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. I was just in the mood, Fingers. I looked at the price tag. I was like, I don't even care. I know they're <laughs> rare. I know they're hard to find. You try to order these online, they're back-ordered. Ain't none of it mattering. You know what matters? That I wanted to have a good cigar. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Is it because of supply chain issues that you may not be able to find this? Or is it just a situation where, okay, this, this was a rare bad boy to begin with? I think it's a case of a rare bad boy to begin with, if you ask me. The Arturo Fuente Hemingway Untold Story Maduro is a 7 and 5 eighths by 54 cigar. So 7 and 5 eighths means it's 7 and 5 eighths inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes fingers when I laugh. And 54, made me laugh that time. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? 54 is the ring gauge. So that's the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee. Again, with uh, the laughter. This is a U.S. Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. I love myself a broadleaf wrapper. But I'm used to the, 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 is, is it the Ecuadorian that does the broadleaf? I'm sorry to think no. It's Connecticut broadleaf. Connecticut broadleaf. It's Connecticut broadleaf. I don't know why I had Ecuadorian in my head right there. That's a mistake. Connecticut broadleaf wrapper and Dominican in the binder and filler. They play this as a medium smoke. I think this is a medium full smoke. Uh, personally, it's just the way it hits me. We have just lit this thing up. And this is what's known as a perfecto shape, Fingers Malloy. Mm-hmm. Now, I put all of that in the Figurado category. So figurado is anything that's in a regular shape. A perfecto means that both the cap and the foot coming to a point, right? Specifically the foot, that it's a closed or an almost closed foot. The foot is the end you light on, right? So what happens is you're lighting this very small foot, and then it opens up. It gets a little bulbous, (laughs) and then it gets into its size. That is, for me, uh, a really interesting style of cigar, but it also makes for things that are kind of problematic for people at the first because it makes the draw a little well, more difficult. Well, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Does uh, if, if you've never smoked this Vitola uh, for the first time, what are the things that you would expect? And you, you just brought it up. The, the draw is a little tighter right off the bat. That's really something that someone should keep in mind if they try this cigar for the first time. Because you don't you don't want to write the cigar off because right off the bat it's it's a tight draw right and one of the other things that happens is when you when you cut right you, you cut the cap and people think like oh it's it's tight I have to I have to cut a little bit more and cut a little bit more you don't have to do that it it, it comes down to a point and you can see my cut right there I'm I'm not cutting it straight across and in terms of where it's at the the fifty four mm-hmm. I've cut it at just like you have where it comes down, right. which is why I would straight cut this and never V-cut this because you do not need to intensify the draw on this cigar right here. It's intense enough as it is. Well, you bring up the uh, V-cut. What cigar shape would you use a V-cut on? I sometimes use it on a pyramid. I sometimes use it on a Belicoso, uh, d- depending on what that cigar is. I will admit I use it rarer and rarer uh, these, these days, but sometimes I just don't want to take any part of the cigar away. So I use the V-cut to not cut away too much of the smoke. But a V-cut is definitely going to intensify the draw. It changes the way the cigar smokes. And I think 
for a lot of these cigars, the blenders had a plan, an idea, a theory, a philosophy, if you will, and they, they, they want you to experience it a certain way. So I tried to experience it the way that they wanted me to. Well, it, their plan clearly was to create a, a cigar that has a nice, dark, oily wrapper. Not too oily, though. Right. Uh, touch of suede. Like yeah, Touch of suede on that feel. Yeah. Not really veiny. Uh, very well constructed. I'm getting a lot of pleasant smoke off of this cigar, and we're in the first third. For me, Tony, I'm getting uh, some spice, but a, a, a little bit of black pepper, some some chocolate notes, a little bit of earthiness, and some creaminess to the stick. I think that's that's dead on. Now, you always manage to find the pepper and things, and we should be clear, this one isn't a pepper bomb. No. Some people live and die for the pepper bomb. I'm not going to tell them how to live. I just don't want to live that way. <laughs> I think that's, that's the difference. The pepper is there, but it's in the undertone. But the chocolate flavor is really there. There's almost a little bit of a nutty mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's going on with this. So what you have at, in the first third is a bit of richness. There is a richness. There is a, 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 a luxuriousness that's coming off of this. Now, we have smoked other Hemingways before, and we smoked the Masterpiece, which was a different in this line. I am enjoying this more than I enjoyed the Masterpiece. The Masterpiece had some, had some issues with me into the second, third and, thir- and final third, and right now we're just in the first third. Get right. out your notebooks, kids. It's time to write things down. What did you eat that day? What did you drink the day that you smoked this cigar? Right? Very, very important that you write that down because that's all going to have an effect on, on the flavor. And then first third, second third, final third. What are you experiencing in each segment of the cigar? Because that does change. Because as you're smoking it, it changes. The, 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 the tobacco is, is creating new flavors. And so right now, I think the flavors you're talking about, Fingers, are dead on. This thing is working completely solid. You know, we had a question on Twitter from F175 about cigar bands. And have you ever seen a, a cigar maker that would put a small unglued tab on the cigar band that would help you remove it? Have you no. ever seen anything like that? No. I, I Now, I'm sure that it's out there. People complain about this a lot, right? When you smoke down enough of the cigar, you got to remove the band. Otherwise, you're going to burn the band. Um I haven't seen that. It could be a cost thing. Could be no one's no one's thought of it. But I, 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 it's sometimes a pain in the butt to get the band off. You know what? Suffer for your art. That's the best I could do on that subject. Well, for me, listen, I understand it can be a pain in the neck sometimes. But if you take it slow, just like you do when you smoke your cigar. It's really not Honestly, all that much. When of a you problem. said take it slow, I didn't think you were going to talk cigars. Take you had a look slow. in your eye. You had a glint, a gleam in your eye. It was a little Barry White thing going on. There was. Uh, take it slow. Yeah. Nope. It's no. over now. Yeah. It's yeah. over now. We're not going to take it into the kitchen <laughs> and have a snack. That's what happened right there. It's the Arturo Fuente. Seven and five eighths by 54. The Arturo Fuente Hemingway Untold Story Maduro. Now, the question, Fingers Malloy. Is, is this in your humidor? And we often talk about price. So let me give you two. This is a cigar that if you can find it online or in a shop, uh, you'll see uh, uh, an MSRP for somewhere between $15 and $20 a stick. Seven and five-eighths to two, two-and-a-half-hour smoke. Value-wise, absolutely. If you can find it. I find this to be a back-ordered cigar most everywhere I look. And when I found these today... It was forty nine ninety nine. Hi oh, fingers Malloy. Is it in your humidor? No, it's not in my humidor at fifty dollars. But I'll tell you something. Uh, for a special occasion, going to the cigar lounge—that's a different conversation. 
I would definitely gravitate towards this at, at my favorite lounge because I believe it's well worth it. So this is like a once a year cigar for you? Probably, yeah. Right, twice a year, maybe a special occasion cigar? Absolutely. Maybe, you know what, I'm going to treat myself and I have the time. Yes, you got to have the time for this. Yeah. You, can't, you cannot force this. You cannot rush this smoke at all. But I think if, if you consider yourself a cigar smoker and you want to see where your palate's at, I think you got to spend the dollars if you can find it. You got to give yourself the time and you got to give yourself a go. The Arturo Fuente Hemingway Untold Story Maduro. You got to check that out. We've got much more to get to. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. My dear kids. That's what I call them. My dear kids. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. So this is an interesting development. And we're not talking about Russia-Ukraine, which continues to go on. The Russians continue the invasion. There are 2 million refugees at this stage. The biggest problem, it's hard getting information. That's what's been really strange. Tony Katz, Fingers Malloy, this is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. The hardest thing to understand in this invasion uh, is, is where the numbers are. The only thing we've, we've been able to kind of agree on is the refugee numbers. But if you try to find how many Russian soldiers have been killed, that's a very difficult number to, to pin down. The number of Ukrainians that have been killed, very difficult number to pin down. I've been really bothered by the inaccurate level of reporting going on there. But this is not that. This is a story from Cigar Aficionado. And Fingers said, what do you think about this story? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know, because this has us playing politically, and that's not what we do here. U.S. to reactivate consulate in Havana. So you had President Obama, who wanted to start down the road of normalization with Cuba. Of course, it was President John F. Kennedy who engaged the embargo conversation. And now, yeah, it was Kennedy. I don't, I don't have that wrong. Um, and now you, you had Obama trying to engage some kind of normalization with the communist regime. And now you have the Biden administration that is going to restaff the U.S. consulate in Havana in order to provide what is being described as limited visa processing for Cubans to immigrate to the United States. Okay. I find myself in a bit of a quagmire because I favor Cubans who want to get out of Cuba. Certainly. Right? I, I favor them living free, wanting to live free, having the opportunity uh, to, to live free. I have a hard time with the normalizing of anything involving the, the aftermath uh, and the continuation, I should say, the generational horror of the Castro regime. And then the response is, we deal with China. And then, you know, the whole thing becomes this, this, this bloody mess uh, in terms of in the mind. Like, how do you, how do you square the circle here? Fingers? Well, my thing is we're working on limited information. I'm trying to wrap my head around... Uh, the possibility of Cubans going to the embassy asking for an immigration visa to the United States because you, obviously the Cuban regime is keeping track of who's going to the American embassy. Oh, yes. There's pictures, there's sound, there's everything. And I have to believe there are consequences for you waltzing up to the, the U.S. embassy asking to immigrate to the United States. I, I would think... I, I, I Listen, this may surprise a lot of people. I am not an immigration expert. What? Shocking. So the, the consulate has been pretty much closed since 2017. 
And the reason it closed then, people are like, okay, maybe it was the Trump administration, but that's not the full story. Have you ever heard of Havana Syndrome? One of the more frightening things that has ever occurred, it got very little press coverage, and to this day, they don't have an answer for it. So what happened is, is that there were these health incidents that started taking place to U.S. intelligence officials. Now, it happened in, in Cuba, and it got reported in China and Austria and England and India, and it was kind of like, like they got hit with a sound wave, if you will. Yeah. And it has left these grown men and women in many ways mentally incapacitated, unable to think, brain fog, like just, just not able to get themselves back. It is horrifying as a concept. And so what the Trump administration did was like, well, okay, let's bring everybody back and let's figure out what in the world is going on. Uh, but the, the idea that we would want to help Cubans want, get to the United States, I have a hard time saying no to that. Yeah. I really and truly do. And, I, and, and, and of course, Cubans matter to us because the whole cigar world is based on that, on that Cuban seed. And one of the reasons why you don't need a Cuban anymore to smoke a good cigar is because that seed has been uh, planted. I don't know if you've ever planted a seed, Fingers Malloy, but see what I did there? I see what you did there. And so, but it is. And so that seed has morphed and changed and moved, and there are so many good cigars from so many places around the globe, you don't need a Cuban to get a good cigar anymore. Well, the Havana Embassy apparently faces a backlog of 90,000 visa petitions from Cubans wishing to join family members in the United States. The embassy also faces a backlog of 22,000 applicants under the Cuban Family Reunification Parole Program, which was a program that was suspended by the Trump administration that enabled Cuban-American families to expedite bringing relatives from Cuba to the United States. It's one of those things that I just, I look at it and I really like the idea of liberty and people who want liberty, I want to give it to them. Right? I, I want them to experience it. I want them to have it, the whole thing. Uh, it, it, I, I won't lie. It eats at me. It absolutely eats at me. Well, it, so, does, it does bother me, too, that there wasn't enough coverage of exactly what went down at that embassy to, to have these uh, you know, grown adults, like you said, almost incapacitated. Crazy. Craziest thing in the world. But let's not make it all uh, uh, about Cuba. Let's talk about how good McDonald's soda is. <laughs> See what we could do there? Spin it on a dime, people. I think it's a, a bit of urban myth and also noticeable fact that whatever Coke, uh, uh, McDonald's does to their uh, uh, fountain sodas, mm -hmm. it's better. It, it's just absolutely better. So the people at the takeout.com actually did a, a piece on this about McDonald's is uh, superior soda uh, for many, many reasons. First is beverage temperature. They want to make sure that it's at the right cold temperature all the time, including pre-chilling the syrup. Pre-chilling the syrup. They pre-chill the syrup before it enters the fountain dispensers. You talk about attention to detail. When you're worried about the syrup temperature before you even get started, is this in transit, the whole nine yards? that they? I don't think it's in transit. I think it's when it's to the store. Okay. There, there is uh, science. Then they engage with water filtration, which you want to have clean water. It can absolutely mess things up. And then they have proprietary containers. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is. You mean the cups? You mean the cups that anybody could just grab a hold of? It always freaks me out. 
The company's created a system for the delivery and production of Coke sodas at McDonald's restaurants. At the other restaurants, it comes in a plastic bag, right? We've, yeah, the, we've the, seen the that syrup, before. Yeah. Right? The syrup. But for McDonald's, Coke delivers its syrup in stainless steel tanks to ensure its freshness. And that's why people think it's the best Coca-Cola available. They're right. Is it better? Absolutely. You don't think so? I mean, I've always felt like a McDonald's Coke just tasted... Uh, uh, we did a, a study at the Fingers Malay Institute for Institutes, 13% better. Is that right? Yes. We have people. They looked into <laughs> it. That's what they said. You, you don't feel that way? I only have Diet Coke. Uh, I'm such a... I'm so awful. I'm so awful. Uh, I, fountain is better than... than Fountain is better than bottle, mm-hmm. and can can go either way. Yes. Right? Bottles, are like, like that's that's always the worst. It doesn't, something doesn't work. I don't know if it doesn't get cold enough in the, in the bottle. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know if it's, is, is the bottle imparting a flavor? I don't know. Oh, a fountain. A, a two liter, forget about it. I mean, you get that first glass, it's, it's great, but then, you know, it sits for a couple hours, all the business gone. Do you, do you close it? You put oh, the to- is that what you're supposed to do? Put the top back on, and then you put it in something called the refrigerator. Oh. Uh, the kids used to call it an ice box. Hashtag science. Ain't it, Grant? <laughs> Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com and the book Let's Go Bourbon. That is right now available at Amazon.com. And if you are in Indiana, Gas City, Indiana, the Mississinawa Cigar Company, on March 26th, we're doing a book signing. We'll see you then. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. I told you then, I'm telling you now, OnlyFans is the way to go, Fingers Malloy. It's the only way to go. I am ready to do it. My OnlyFans account is going to be, as they say in the vernacular, huge. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, in New York City. One in five people, according to a survey, would start an OnlyFans account to make enough money to live in New York City. It's come to that. It's come to that. Listen, I've been to New York. I enjoy New York. Enjoyed Manhattan. You've been to Manhattan several times. Oh, smoked please. a cigar in Manhattan. I smoke cigars occasions. in New York all the time. And the best part is, so for whatever you want to say about New York, I, I must share all the insanity is is real and true. When I smoke a cigar in New York, while I'm walking down the street, sometimes I'm just sitting like on a, on a on a curb or something like that. People are like, "Good on you." I get a I get a thumbs up. I get a thumbs up all the time. No one ever gives me a hassle when I'm smoking a cigar on the streets of New York. So it's great to smoke a cigar in the streets of New York. Have you had the pizza, Tony? Oh, they make pizza. It's fantastic. But I don't know if it's so good that it would make me think to myself, I want to stay here to the point where I'm thinking about putting tasteful nudes up on the, on the internet for everybody to see so I can have the pizza and smoke the cigars on, on the streets of New York City. Is it that good? Uh, the pizza? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Sometimes the pizza is naked picture good. That's been my experience for, for, for sure. Uh, uh, look, I... I, I I think it's something that people would say, not necessarily something that people would do. It does certainly uh, expose the radical pricing that's going on in New York, and people should ask themselves why they're doing it. 
What is most fascinating is I thought COVID was supposed to be expelling people from the big cities. They don't want to be all on top of each other. They want their own space. Turns out that was a passing fad. They absolutely want crowded cubicles. Well, the people who are left want that, right? I mean, the people who didn't flee you know, to, to Florida and to other states where they felt like they could get a little breathing room and get away from all the, the COVID restrictions, uh, you know, that's that's one set of people. But the people who stayed, the, the, the New Yorkers who said, I, I, I love New York too much to leave and we can try to make it better, uh, they're, they're, you know, one in five of them will say, we'll make it better through having our own OnlyFans account. But they're not going to do it my way. My OnlyFans account is going to be amazing. <laughs> the only thing that has kept me from doing it is fear that it might get me fired from everything else I do. Do you guys know what my OnlyFans account... Okay, so here is my OnlyFans account. Here is 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 my version of it. Full suit, Fingers Malloy. Uh-huh. Full suit. Zoot? And, no, not, not zoot. Remember, I, I, I do at this stage. I have a tailor, right? Oh. Anthony Mina's men, menswear. Food of Anthony Mina menswear in, in Indianapolis makes my suits. Heart Shafter marks, right? We're, we're talking about U.S.-made suits. It's how I roll. Uh, and, 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 and what I would do, full suit, and I'd come into frame. There's a big leather back chair. Big leather back chair. And I sit down in the leather back chair. I sit down in my suit. The shoes, on point. They are incredible. I sit down, and I pull out a cigar. Well, I don't know what you thought I was going to pull out. I pull out... A cigar. Definitely different than most OnlyFans accounts. I pull out <laughs> the cigar. I cut. I cut the cigar effortlessly, mm. might I add. Mm. And with, a, with, dare I say, a flourish. Ooh. I cut that cigar right there. And then I put the cigar in my mouth. That's what I do. Now, there's no close-up of that. It's still one static shot. <laughs> I then light the cigar and I take a puff. Well, first I toast the foot. Oh, I yeah. toast it. Gotta, I warm it up. Toast I'm the going foot. in a circle. And sometimes for a little variety, I go counterclockwise. Oh. That's what I do right there. I'm going clockwise. I'm going counter counterclockwise. Sometimes I give it a little shake. Give it a little shake right there with the torch do, on the cigar. Do a shimmy. Son, son, I have a very tasteful OnlyFans account. How dare you? <laughs> and then I and then I light it. Huh? I light it and I take a puff. Mm. I take another puff. Mm. And for the next hour and a half to two hours, all I do is smoke the cigar. <laughs> I never look at the camera. I never say a word. And when I'm done, I walk off. That's the whole OnlyFans. $42.99 a month. <laughs> Tell me I'm not a freaking genius. The best bargain on the internet, if you ask me. Uh, but I, I must ask this question. How could that possibly get you fired from every job that you have? Everything I, you've said right now is tasteful. Oh, tasteful. Total, I think the idea of having an OnlyFans account is more um, bothersome to employers than what's on the, the OnlyFans account. Right? It, it's, it's, it would be guilt by association. Oh, the old guilt by association. Tell me I'm wrong and I'm doing it. I'm fingers. Well, no, listen. Screw I, it. I'll do it anyway. It has think, to happen. I think it has to happen. I like the other idea that you had uh, where we talked about putting a camera, uh, open, an OnlyFans account in your refrigerator so people could just take a peek. Yeah, of course, you would have to have an electrician come in and you know make it to where the refrigerator light would never go off. You'd have to keep the refrigerator light on all the time so people could take a peek in Tony Katz's Three words for you. LEDs. Oh. It's all LEDs nowadays. It is. <laughs> that and ball pairings. Oh, it's been how many years <laughs> and we finally worked at a Fletch reference? 
Oh, too long. It took too long to do that. I, I, I don't think people are going to do it. I think they say they're going to do it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to start their own OnlyFans account. This story blew my mind. Kohl's says it's no longer a department store. And that's true. Kohl's is the place you return your stuff from Amazon when it doesn't fit. What, is it an OnlyFans now? <laughs> what are they saying? Kohli fans. <laughs> um, so what they're saying is they're, they're um, trying to rehaul the brand. They are announcing Sephora mini shops Ooh. in approximately 75% of their stores. They're going to open 100 new locations at half the size of its traditional outlets in the next four years, and they're going to actually increase the Kohl's cash to 7.5% on purchases, up from 5 Make it rain, Kohl's cash. <laughs> that stuff blows my mind. Uh, you can walk into Kohl's and walk out with 27 shirts, and they give you $40. Right. Well, it goes back to what you just said about guilt by association. Wall Street and people who pay attention to these... Uh, Retailers they lump Coles in with, with say, uh, Sears and Roebuck. People don't mention Roebuck as much as they should. Sears and Roebuck, and also gone too soon. <laughs> Sears and Roebuck and Macy's and uh, J.C. Penney's. These department stores that have lost revenue, they lost market share, and so they're trying to rebrand. Okay, we're not like J.C. Penney. We're not like Sears. We're we're going to go for you know the more the online stuff. They're going to go with the Sephora. Uh, they're, they're going to try to rebrand, and we'll see if it works. But they're rebranding by bringing in brands. Yeah. And this is the part that I like, so uh, that, that I find interesting. Sephora is in and of, of itself a brand, and people feel good about that. If you walk into Target stores, you'll notice that they've redone some of the stores. They have an entire now beauty and makeup section that is completely different from the rest of the store. It is a different style and feel when you're in there. If Kohl's can get one or two or three brands to be almost like separate shops, even pop-up kind of shops... That will make a difference to the kind of person who comes in and what they're willing to spend. And certainly, if they can get their 7.5% Kohl's cash. Right. Their pricing has always been confusing, though. It's like it, everything's on. This the pair of jeans is normally $900, but for you today, only $15. It's, and, that, and then that's not including uh, the clearance rack. <laughs> right. The clearance rack, take an extra 40% off. It's a Tuesday, <laughs> which case you take an extra 72% off. You got to love what they do. You got to love what MyPillow does. Make sure to go to MyPillow.com slash Tony. MyPillow.com slash Tony. Use promo code Tony, and you are going to get the deals. Right now, it's towels. The towel sets are regularly $109.99, but now, right now, using promo code Tony, they are $39.99 a set. These towels are incredible. They're made with cotton grown in the U.S., and they're extremely, extremely uh, absorbent. None of that lotiony feel. The set is two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, a variety of colors and sizes, machine washable, 60-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warranty. Fingers Malloy has a set of the towels. Do you have the towels or the sheets? I got the sheets. You have the sheets. I have the towels and the sheets. Get the six-piece towel set, regularly $109.99. For only $39.99 with promo code TONY, you'll get deep discounts on all the MyPillow products like the MyPillow mattress topper, the Giza Dream bed sheets, and so much more. Six-piece MyPillow towel set for $39.99 at MyPillow.com slash TONY. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood, hop a flight 
to Miami Beach or to Hollywood, but me, I'm taking a Greyhound down the Hudson River line. I'm in an Irish state of mind. Oh, wow. Look at you. Are you impressed? That was very good. Billy Joel off the top of my head. It's eat, drink, smoke, or eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Going too soon, by the way. Billy Joel's still very much alive. Oh. We are drinking, as we've been celebrating St. Patrick's Day for two weeks now. Fingers Malloy said, I want a little Irish whiskey in my life, but I want it with a twist. So we are doing Jameson's Black Barrel. It's an Irish whiskey with, indeed, a bit of a twist because it's aged in recharred bourbon barrels and it uses what is described by the whiskeyjug.com as a rare small batch grain whiskey. This is 40% alcohol by volume, so it is 80 proof fingers malloy. And Irish whiskey does not have the rules and regulations that bourbon has. Bourbon is a very, very strict creation. It is set by law. You can see and learn about the law, read about it in our book, Let's Go Bourbon, which is available at Amazon.com. Perfect gift for St. Patrick's Day. It's not too late. Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. The rules of of Irish whiskey are, I'm going to, I would argue that they're pretty loosey-goosey in in, in comparison. Even, Even scotch has a lot of of movement to it in terms of the barrels that you can use and things like that. And a lot of these people use old bourbon barrels for their aging. Of course, bourbon doesn't allow that. It has to be a first-use charred oak barrel in order uh, to be bourbon. But it's interesting that they went down this route because it's going to... Uh, I find... Uh, I, I don't know if I find Irish whiskey bitter. That's not the word I'm looking for. But it has certainly a, a flavor profile that has never worked for me. Yeah, and I'm- I've only had one, Red Breast, where I'm like... I think it was the Redbreast 10. It was the Redbreast 12. I was like, okay, this, this is a pretty enjoyable one. We reviewed that a couple of years ago, Fingers Malloy. And so picking the Black Barrel is, I think, a really interesting choice uh, coming into St. Patrick's Day. Well, yep. St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner, and I'm always trying to encourage uh, my fellow Americans uh, as someone who is uh, Irish, Malloy, Tony. That's uh, a family name. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get people away from the green beer. And so here we are. We're, we're doing the, the, the Jameson Black Barrel. Black and barrel. I, I, too, I'm not a big Irish whiskey fan. I, the flavor profile, it just doesn't hit me the way bourbon does. Uh, but th- this is very interesting how it's, it, it's got the, the bourbon twist to it with the, the way it's, it's aged. And so. on the nose, Fingers Malloy, now we always start it neat. That's how we do it. It, it does have a, a nice golden color to it. Maybe a touch of amber going on as we stare at it in the Glencairn glass, which is that oddly shaped glass. It kind of bows out and, and it, and it uh, you know, uh, kind of flutes up to the top. You can get your nose in there. You can move it all around. I think that nose is outstanding. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Tony. I got nothing. What? Nothing. Are you sick? I, I, Do you I have, have a, a stuffy? I, I have a hint of a cold, and yes, it's a cold. It's not COVID. No, it's COVID. Uh, I, I tested, uh, but I the the nose is so faint on this. I'm not getting anything on the oh, nose. Oh, I I feel bad for you. There's a lovely bit of of sweet and grass going on. There's a little bit of citrus that hits it. That nose is pleasant. Oh, what a jip! Maybe it's just oh. because I'm feeling a little under the weather, but I can smell it. I, believe me, I've been I've been smelling the cigar, and I've had 
you know, uh, before we started getting into this, I'm drinking Diet Coke. I can smell that. I can't smell anything. There is this. nothing Irish whiskey about this nose whatsoever. Whatsoever. That what a pleasant surprise that is. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Fingers Malloy. But may- maybe, maybe it'll be different on the palate, Fingers Malloy. It is the Jameson Black Barrel. Are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all day. We do it neat and then see whether it needs a little cool water, a couple ice chips were brought to the big rock. Fingers Malloy, he is doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew, moving it around the palate. Sometimes you want to take two sips one after another because you've set the taste buds and now you can get a full feel of the flavor. What do you think, Fingers? Okay. There's a very slight sting on the tongue. Uh, no burn going down. I mean, it's 80 proof. So it's, it's definitely not as strong as some of the things that we've reviewed in the past. Uh, for me, there's a hint of vanilla. So you are getting some taste on, uh, on, yeah, on the Yeah, a vanilla spice is about it for me. Uh, it, 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 maybe a baking spice and, and vanilla. That's, that's really all I'm getting on this. I'm ready. Here I go. Oh, he's I going go in. Boy. The Jameson Black Barrel, 80 proof. Here we go. Well, I hope he gets a little bit more out of this than, than I did. So he's going in. He's doing the Louisville Lip. And he's looking at the glass. Okay. It does have a bit of what you would consider that. It does have a bit, a bit of that bitter, as I call it. That is how I describe it. It doesn't mean that I'm right. You might, your palate might be very, very different uh, than, than mine right there, right? So, but this is very unlike Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Very unlike it because I think I'm with you on the on the bit of that vanilla right there. There, it, it, uh, like like a caramel and 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 vanilla. I don't have any baking spice whatsoever. I think that's your tongue playing tricks on you with with the vanilla. There is a little bit. There's no burn. There's no heat in the center no, chest. Nothing. Absolutely not. But there is a little bit of heat that develops middle tongue, which is it's not bad. It's 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 very very it's very very light. It's it's kind of nice. I think it's screaming for a cube. Every part of me thinks it's screaming for a, a, a cube right here. And that finish, that finish is a touch fruit. Mm. And I don't. I don't, I'm not gonna say dark fruit. I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna go fruit salad, uh, kind of. That is that is a real interesting mix of things. I. If you're an Irish whiskey drinker, I don't know if it satisfies. If you're a bourbon drinker, I don't know right. if it satisfies. But if you're like, oh, that's kind of fun. That's that's interesting. What is this telling me? I think there's an interesting bit to play with here. This is the Jameson Black Barrel. I can see this. I, I mean, I'm definitely moving it to a rock right now. The question, Fingers Malloy, is, is it in your liquor cabinet at $50 a bottle? As I sit here right now, the answer is no. Just because I, I'm not getting anything on the nose, and the, the 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 flavor notes to me are very mild vanilla and whatever spice I'm picking up. Uh, this may just be one of those days where I'm just going to have to revisit this. Uh, but at at this point, probably not at that price point. What about you? Okay, I put it on the big rock. The nose disappears, but man. You you could drink this with a crazy straw on a rock. You really could. You could down these 
quick. That fruity is absolutely there. That 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 bitterness, as I describe it, kind of cascades away, but still exists. You still got a little bit of that 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 uh, cinnamon spice that is that is center top. So, fifty dollars a bottle. <sighs> I'm push. You got to want this, but I'm telling you, it. This is this is the smoothest, easiest. I could I could gulp this. Yeah, I agree with you there. That is. Yeah, for St. Patrick's Day, for yeah. an elegant St. Patrick's Day, get it. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. I have now seen it all on podcasting, Fingers Malloy. Fingers Malloy, I have seen it all. I have seen everything because, look, anybody can create a podcast. You should go about creating a podcast. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash EatDrinkSmoke and EatDrinkSmoke Podcast on Instagram. So did you see the other side of this mug? Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. We have a story to tell. So we're here at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana, where we record. BlendBarCigar.com. Great sponsors. Great, great hosts. And there, there are people all about smoking and drinking and doing all sorts of things when we're doing the show. And so this guy comes up to us and goes, hey, I see you guys are doing a podcast. He didn't know who we were. That's, that's all right. We introduced yourself. He goes, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know who you are. Here, have a coffee mug. And we're like, what is this? He goes, well, we're a, we're a, we're a, we're a group of uh, funeral home directors. And, and we do a podcast. I'm like, okay. It's called Undertaking the Podcast. <laughs> They're funeral home directors, undertakers. And the podcast is called Undertaking the Podcast. And it says, the, it, the, the logo, see that right there? Uh-huh. That's a toe tag. Oh, my That's goodness. That's a toe tag, right. Fingers Malloy. And the other side of the mug I, 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 there's no way I can bring this home, Fingers. You're taking this home to your family. <laughs> On the other side of the, of the mug, I swear to you, it reads, crematory texts are hot. <laughs> Guys, don't yell at me. I'm just the messenger. What do you do? Take a, yeah, we'll, we'll put the picture up. On, on, on the Facebook page and put it on the website. Happy to support other podcasts. Holy cow. I'm worried about doing an OnlyFans account where I smoke cigars. <laughs> well, we talk about uh, when, you, when you launch a podcast that you should you know, maybe have a niche. <laughs> um, that, that's a niche. And the other thing, too, I, I've heard... Word on the street is uh, people who are in that line of business, a lot of them have a sick sense of humor. So Maybe you have to. Crematory texts are hot. <laughs> the toe tag. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. It should look like an urn, though. If the mug looked like an urn, that would be... That would clearly be maybe oh, I was a little too on the too, nose. Oh, too far? Yeah, that's taking it too far. Too soon. <laughs> too far and too soon. Uh, check out. I've never heard the podcast. I, I cannot uh, you know vouch for its its content, but uh, appreciate those guys saying hello uh, to us. Speaking of St. Patrick's Day, as we have Krispy Kreme free donuts for St. Patrick's Day, and we got a Krispy Kreme that just opened not too far. From here, Fingers Malloy just mm-hmm. opened in central Indiana, March 16th and 17th. You don't have to buy nothing. 
You, you don't? don't have to buy ungats, as my grandmother would say. She never actually said that. <laughs> if you are wearing green, you get a free donut. And, and uh, they also have a couple of, uh, it's, it's a free green glazed original. Get it? O- original? I see. I see what they did there. Uh, donut. And they've got three donuts for the occasion that you can purchase. The Lenny Leprechaun, a glazed donut that looks like a leprechaun with green and black icing, buttercream, and a fondant hat. A what? Fondant? Maybe fondant? I don't, I don't know. Basically, one of it, it's, it, think of it as like rolling out a sheet of sugar, and it's pliable and, and malleable, so you can, you can create things with it. Very often when you see the cake decorators, decorators making little shapes, little people, it's with fondant icing. Is that what heaven is like? <laughs> It really is. Yes, Virginia. <laughs> there is a fondant heaven. There's the Luck o- the Rainbow, which is an original glazed donut dipped in green icing and green sprinkles, topped with buttercream and a sugar rainbow. It's also carb-free. <laughs> well, I have to ask you this, Tony, because uh, I took my youngest daughter uh, to a-, a donut shop that's very famous bakery in, in Indianapolis. Uh and because uh, I've been talking about these donuts for years, and she had never had one before, uh, drove forty-five minutes to get donuts. Have you ever driven that? Challenge far? accepted. Of course, I have. You have just for donuts. Now, for those people who live in Indiana, he hasn't even told me. Fingers Malloy went to Long's Donuts. Yes, which is in Indianapolis. I believe they're on Sixteenth. Um, Long's Donuts in Indianapolis is a freaking institution. It's it's like a house in this. It's in a neighborhood before a commercial area starts, and the line is out the door. Every single day that they are open, um, they are an institution. I think every city probably has that place. Indianapolis, one of the most interesting things about this place, it's a really fascinating food scene in Indy. And what has happened is that people who can't afford to open restaurants in Chicago or New York or, or <laughs> Dallas or, or Los Angeles, they come here and they do really good work. What gets overlooked is the bakery scene here. Mm. The baked goods in Indy are out of freaking control. What what Gwen Rogers does at Cake Bake Shop, which is famous, the cakes are huge, the slices are huge, the cost is huge, but the cakes are incredible. What Cindy Hawkins, who we've had on the show from Circle City Sweets, the best croissant I've ever had and the finest chocolate chip cookie in the land. And then there's Gallery Pastry Shop and the donut shops, whether, whether it's, uh, uh, um, oh, what's the place down there? Oh, my God. General American Donut, sorry, which is Indianapolis. There's a place called Daylight Donuts in Fortville. Katie, love what she does. I know these people. (laughs) These are my people. Huge baking scene here. Well, I mean, Long's, best glazed donut I've ever had in my life. If you get there... Early in the morning, where you have to wait, the, it could be the line could be a block long, right? The door, and they're still warm. Oh my goodness, just absolutely fantastic! So, it drove forty-five minutes just to get the donuts, and no regrets whatsoever. Did you buy a dozen or a half dozen? Bought two dozen. Now, how many made it home? <laughs> oh, it's no, you and I the kid. It's you and the kid. Well, the kid wanted to tear into them right away. I said, no, 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 no. You didn't tear into the hot donuts right there. They and weren't then? hot. Got there at ten thirty in the morning, so they weren't hot. They weren't warm, but they were good. I said, no, 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 we're driving home, we're doing this right, got some fresh coffee, got my donut, or four, and uh, (laughs) it was was a wonderful experience. How quickly does the Malloy family go through two dozen donuts? Uh, It was two days, and and there are four of us, and I probably had eight of them. I have a problem. I don't know if you've noticed. Do you really? 
Yeah. I haven't noticed. You're the picture of health. <laughs> right? You know, I would play What Did Fingers Malloy Eat Today? It's a game we play from time to time where Fingers Malloy, we say, what did you eat today? And then he tells us what he ate today. And then we ask Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? But I don't have to ask. Two dozen donuts. You only had eight of them. You're such a liar. How dare you treat Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation that way? You had 17 donuts over two days. I Say the words. No, no, I didn't. Say not. the words. Because sharing is caring, Tony. And you can't just hog them all for yourself. You, you I don't gotta, think you care kids, that much. The kids got to be able to have at least one donut, half a donut, quarter of a donut, something like that. Maybe a smell. <laughs> they got the crumbs. A hint. A hint. <laughs> so you can go to Krispy Kreme and get your free donuts uh, on, on the... Uh, on the St. Patrick's Day. And I, I, I don't have the time. Remind me. I got to get to Let's get to it in News of the Week. I'll, I'll bring it up maybe later. Fingers Malloy has been lamenting that at Costco, where you get the, you get the hot dog, buck fifty hot dog and the soda, greatest deal in the history of America. That price hasn't gone up. That's when you know the inflation has just taken over. <laughs> that the onion gun is missing. Oh. You can't get the onions on the Costco hot dog. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? Eat like an animal? Right. Well, now there's a story. Somebody clearly was as bothered as Fingers Malloy and looked into it and has discovered what has happened to the missing Costco donuts. That story is next. That's called the tease, people. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram at Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. When we last left Fingers Malloy, he was downtrodden. Well, maybe not downtrodden. Maybe just upset. Apoplectic. He was lost. Why? Because at Costco, for his hot dog, which is only a buck fifty, and it comes with a drink, he couldn't get onions. The onion gun was missing. And Fingers Malloy said, no. That's exactly what he said, folks. That was a true reenactment. See, drink smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And the onions were missing. And people, not just Fingers Malloy, have noticed that the onions were missing. And we got your hot dog. And you want to put a little onion on that? Not there. So there are people who are like, what's going on here? And a guy on Twitter Got 1,100 likes. Finally, something social media is good for. Simon Holland puts out, this pandemic won't be over until Costco puts the onions back out for the hot dogs. And another person's like, the world started to go to blank when Costco removed onions from uh, the food court. And other people are like, bring back the onion crank. By, by the way, uh, a side note that Simon Holland is an excellent follow on Instagram. He oh, has all, right? all these rival dad... <laughs> sayings and he and I'm assuming he's he, he does it on Twitter too. Outstanding follow, but no this this I I have not been able to understand uh, because they they still have the other condiments out there, right? That you can still put the mustard and ketchup. Now I don't know. I haven't I've not been to Costco. I've been to Costco since, but I haven't gone to the the deli counter, uh, the the snack bar to see if they're handing out like ketchup packets and mustard packets and things like that, or if they've got the condiments section back where you actually have to use the pump, Tony. The pump. Yeah, you can pump still use for ketchup. Okay, so... Oh, you can still do that. So there is no... You know what I think they're doing, Tony? What do you think is happening? Can I put Hold my... Hold on. T- Hold on. If I could play the X-Files theme... They're never going to bring the onion back. Want to know why? I want to know why. Because they're already losing a ton of money on the $1.50 hot dog and pop 
If people I'm get sorry, used, the, the what? The pop. Huh. Mm-mm. Pop. It's good That's stuff. That's soda, people. Uh, they're already losing money on the hot dog and the pop. If they get the American people used to the fact that they don't have the onion gun anymore, it's been two years. There's no onion gun. Maybe they're thinking to themselves, maybe the American people don't care about the onion gun. They, maybe they don't care. Wait a second. But what if they don't care about the onion gun? And what if you could pay? Fingers Malloy, you are a man who believes in capitalism, and you're not afraid to pay for a little bit of value. Those Harley-Davidson t-shirts, they don't pay for themselves. True. And now if Harley-Davidson was a sponsor, they would be provided. That's really true. What if you paid an extra 10 cents and you got a couple onions? No, it's not the same. I need the gun. I need to be able... You need the crank? I need the crank, You Tony. need to crank your onions? I need an onion crank. I've been saying it for years, and I used to get my onion crank fix when I would go to Costco. But now, my onion crank fix is gone. And I don't think they're ever going to bring it back. But if you said to me, Tony Katz, you said, Fingers Malloy, you can go and crank your onion at the... Costco for a dime. They have a little... It's, it's like, you know when you go to the, the old-fashioned uh, department stores? Kohl's doesn't have them, but uh, they've got the little horse where the kid, you put a penny in, and they ride the little horse, and right. they last four it's seconds. It's just a penny. Yes. And it, it's it, also 1943. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if they had some sort of onion gun vending contraption that you put a dime in, and you could crank all the onions you want... I'm all in. I'm on board. You wouldn't pay a dime for a little don't plastic uh, nope. condiment cup nope. with a lid nope. of cold onions. Nope. Don't want the cup. I want the onion gun. You want the room temperature yes. salmonella-laden yes. onions. That's what makes the American people tough right there. They get their onions from guns, and they're warm, and they may have some bacteria in it, but doggone it, that's how we like it. I'm envisioning the T-shirt... <laughs> Of of uh, the uh, Stephen Carell character in Anchorman, Brick, is it Brick Tamlin? And and his face, and just it says, "I love onion gun." <laughs> I love. Tell me, tell me, we couldn't sell all of those T-shirts. We'd get sued by by the Anchorman people, but it's worth it. What kind of cut do they get for that? Oh, I'm sure they would. All of it. All of it. Ugh. Every every last bit of it. If as long as I can make enough money to buy my own onion gun. Ugh. To dream. <laughs> I'm just a boy with a dream. Why don't you? Why don't you do that as a public service? <laughs> Bring your own onion gun and co- full suit. If you like, would you like some onions with that? Like, like the waiter who's like crack, crack black pepper, <laughs> bootleg onions. Is that what you're saying? I'll be like the t-shirt guy at the concert, right? Except it's it's an onion gun. And onions here, <laughs> fresh onion. Oh Get my! Get your eye watering onions here. Love capitalism. This is a wonderful idea. Maybe I could have my OnlyFans page, and all I'm doing is I get in front of the camera with an onion gun, and crank crank my onion. What do you think? <laughs> Would that work? I'm sorry. I'm too busy signing up. <laughs> I'm too busy signing up for fingers onion crank. <laughs> That'll get me fired. <laughs> uh. Here is... Um, <laughs> I, 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 want, I want to hear this transition. <laughs> there's, there's no real way to transition uh, uh, fr- from uh, the thing. Uh, this is... Uh, as, as people get older, and you have parents that, that get older, they often downsize. Or they, or they, went, they had the house. They had the family house where you grew up. And they're like, you know what? We're selling the house. We're getting a condo. We need something a little bit smaller. We don't want to clean it all. It's too much. We can't go upstairs anymore. We're getting something else. 
And what that means is, is that you end up getting a whole bunch of the crap. They've decided, oh, we can't throw this away. The kids absolutely love this. The kids don't love it at all. <laughs> right. The kids don't want it all. You want to talk about a whole market that has gone to hell? Ask the people who own Hummels whether or not the Hummels <laughs> are still worth anything. The whole antique thing, right, is not what it used to be. As a matter of fact, it, the, the kitsch items have gotten more expensive because they're cool and they're unique. But people don't want the antiques. So the, this is a list from Gerard, Gerard Wealth Management Group, mm. of the 10 things your kids don't want when you downsize. And I assume what they're saying is sell and get some money for it, whatever you can. But it's not worth moving. It's not worth transporting. It's not worth shipping. And one of them is books. They don't want your books. Well, that all depends. My uh, Fingers Molloy Sr. has a very nice book collection that... An extensive library? Yes. Are any of them yes. leather bound? Yes. And, uh, but my problem is I have nowhere to put them. And he's he's asked me in the past, you know, do you do you want these? And I, yes, I also want uh, a five thousand square foot house to be able to put them all in. Uh, but I but I could see if it's just like your copy of uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, you know, I can understand why they would be like, I, I really don't need that. But you already a, have your own four. Uh, but that's beside the point. But you, you, you know, just a regular book, no. But I can see if it's actually some sentimental value to it. Trunks, sewing machines, and film projectors. Okay, what are you going to do with a film projector? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> sewing machines. I I wonder if sewing is making a comeback because, man, alterations cost money. It's a skill. Yeah. It's a real skill being a tailor and doing that. And if you could do some of just hem some jeans or pants on your own, you'd save a ton of money. My oldest daughter wanted a sewing machine so bad, and Santa Claus did provide her with the sewing machine. And, man, she used uh, the crap out of that thing twice. Where is it now? It's in the closet. Is it? Yeah. Pull it out. Pull it out <laughs> when you get home. Pull it out and be like, hey, Santa paid. You better start darning some socks. And she'll say, what is darning? And then you'll have to send her to, to, to askjeeves.com <laughs> to figure that out. Jameson, doing what is known as the black barrel. This, this Jameson uh, Irish black barrel whiskey, the black barrel proof Irish whiskey, this is good. Smooth. Good, it is. 50 bucks. I, I think that if you have a group of people for St. Patrick's Day... It's, it's, it's worth a shot. I, I really do. And then the Arturo Fuente, Arturo Fuente Hemingway Untold Story Maduro, 758 by 54. I'm still in the second third. At $50, which is what this stick cost because you can barely find them, I'm a no. At the 15 to 20, I'd be like, yeah, it's a fine stick. An absolutely fine stick. You'll find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. And to Al who's been doing, taking care of getting this radio show on the air. We'll miss you. Enjoy retirement. Next time, everyone. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.